Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Um, this is the start of uh, Women in Rock month for the show. Um, it will also be um, my 100th episode. Ether, ether, ether. See that? Can't. I actually woke up with a bit of a cold. Uh, sorry, I have a cold um, last few days. And so um, but if I sound a bit weird, I apologize. Um, anyway. So this is Women in Rock Month. Now that rock is quite a big, um, quite a big sort of playing field, isn't it, to, put, to kick a ball around in? Um, so it'll be different genres and all sorts and just things and here and there. I have got an interview um, in this month planned with a very, very um, good and an amazing singer. I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to ruin the surprise. But uh, it's going to be a pretty good interview. It's someone you, I, you probably don't know, which is uh, absolutely shameful. Um, and after the interview, you probably will know. And that would be great. And then she'll get, and they and the band will get more um, more exposure, which will be good. Anyway, that's aside. So, women in rock. Why have I decided to de- dedicate a month? You say, why, Tony? Because. Because I just think it is important. It's, it's also not just important, but it's just it's something about um, the wonderful diversity of rock music and, and and music in general, where we don't have boundaries like sex and race and gender and all the all the things that that sort of that are flying around in the uh, social media universe at the moment that are sort of making people getting very angry. Um, you know, people with horn rimmed glasses in, in grey shoots, uh, suits waving their fists at each other and shouting about these sort of things you know in the well, they, what was that fantastic quote you know um, um, was it uh, famous people belching in the corridors of power I can't remember where that quote's from I think I think it's a blackadder quote but I could be wrong anyway so also I have two adult daughters and I just think that um, 
after raising my two girls to you know to them leaving home and being successful in their lives that you just sort of think to yourself I wonder if that if they had chosen a musical path how they would have turned out I would have hoped so that it turned out well. Anyway, the beauty of rock and roll uh, is that it is all inclusive. It didn't. It wasn't always. Let's go back. If we if we go and do the old, um, you know, uh, the old um, Scooby Doo, and we go back in time, um, we know it was a point there where it was very much a male orientated industry, um, and it sort of still is. Let's not deny that. But doesn't mean that, but but it's a bit more fluid. It was back there, you know, maybe 50, 60 years ago. Um, it was all male orientated. All the producers, um, all the writers. Um, you know, I know that you can point your fingers at things like, um, you know, the the sort of hippie 60s stuff, and even the Motown um, music. But that was still written by men most of the time, produced by men most of the time, and um, everything that was most of those women a lot of the time were just mouthpieces which is a real shame isn't it but it is it what is you can't change history is what it is but step forward we come crashing into the 21st century and now uh you could if you if if there was such thing as a record store you know like a tower records or a virgin mega store and you walked in and you were to walk up and down the shelves of any rock shelf heavy metal rock you know, classic metal, classic rock, punk, new wave. There will be many, many, many bands that that have a female um, comp- component to it. Now, that doesn't mean that singers. This isn't all aimed at just um, metal singers. This is this is also um, basically about them in general in the music industry. So like, and I'm going to be doing female producers as a uh, spoiler for one of the episodes of this month. Um, and people behind female behind the mic, you know, away from the music, p- powering the product. Um, because there's some amazing ones out there, but for the moment, we're just going to have a chat about metal, music, and women in metal and metal, women in rock and roll. And I think, um, I'm really, really excited when I when I see a, an all-female metal band or rock band, or I see a female singer or a guitarist or a bass player, I get really excited because I genuinely feel, and I don't. I've said this before. I have done an episode on women in metal way back in the beginning of the, sh- the series, um, beginning of the show, but a couple of years ago. Uh, but I still, I genuinely feel that they have more. The wrong to prove is the wrong word. I don't like that because that says that they are lesser than their male counterparts or that but what I mean is they generally have I find more passion I really do I feel that there's this sort of sense of um of fuck you we can do better than you know um you uh, in your tight jeans and your your denim jacket you know what I mean like there's a sort of they sort of got a, a point to prove and when they do that a lot of the time it can go wrong it can be very um uh, too aggressive and too misogynistic not, well, not misogynistic, it's wrong, wrong word, not misogynistic it's too um, sort of uh, I don't know, I can't think of the right word but you know, you know what I mean, it's just a little bit too almost toxic femininity to some extent um, but it's sort of, sort of too um, aggressive 
not that they're saying that that's not a bad thing, as, as uh, John Lydon once very put it well, anger isn't energy. But I do find it. I find um, that female um, rock acts just, I mean, some of them are, I mean, are in my top, top 10 bands. Like, I mean, Blondie, for instance, you know, Blondie for me is like, I love Blondie. I've got, in fact, I own every Blondie single. Um, my, my sadly um, now um, departed uh, sister-in-law, uh, my brother's partner, um, she loved Blondie, and we shared a lot of um, bonding moments over Blondie. I grew up, my very first single I ever, ever heard, ever, ever, first, ever single, ever, that I remember hearing was my brother playing a clear vinyl seven-inch version of Heart of Glass on his little Dan Set radio cassette um, record deck in the bedroom. And the same, he also played on the same day, he played Friggin' in the Riggin'. So by the Sex Pistols, the B side of um, "Come On Everybody," so you know it, you know ups and downs, I suppose. But yeah, so what I'm coming from is that there's always someone you can always find uh, a female figure in music somewhere. Um, I truly believe, um, and this might this might offend some um, uber masculine masculine people, but I truly believe the world is run by women anyway. We are like if you listen if you know if you know your Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy right, you know that the world, the 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 Earth was run by mice, but we all thought that it was run by humans. Um, you know, watching you know mice run down mazes in in, in labs trying to get bits of cheese was a social a socio um, experiment on the mice's part. I generally think that's the same with women and females. I generally think that we think we run the world, but we don't really. Um, like the great saying is, you know, behind every great man is a is a greater woman. Um, and I think that's this. I think so. It's a bit of a, a some a bit of a misnomer when people think that women in rock and roll is new. It is new the fact of the power they have in rock and roll, and the fact they can do whatever they want. And and viva the difference, as they say, in France, you know. Um, but so this 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 now we know we, where we stand. We think right, we'll. You know I'm pro women in rock and roll. Most of us are, let's be honest. Um, where do you think I would like to think to myself? Where, where is this? Where is this power come from? Why the shift? Do you think is ha- this is is this happening? And I don't think it's a shift as in something major. I think the I think what gave women power in rock and roll, and rock and metal and things is punk. I've said it before my last episode, that last episode way back in the series, if you go back, um, it was sort of, we know that before punk, it was really, you know, the the, the music scene was really male-oriented, you know, T-Rex, Slade, Queen, Status Quo, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, I mean, you can, you name it, really, if you watch the Top of the Pops, which was the as it, who know everyone knows what Top of the Pops is. Those that don't know, if you're too young to know what Top of the Pops is, just Google it. Okay, it's a, just a music program that was very huge in the UK for a very long time. It's, every country has its equivalent. Here in Australia, they had Countdown. In England, they had Top of the Pops. I don't know what they had in America. I think they had the uh, Casey Kasem's Top Twenty or whatever they would have had. <coughs> anyway, that aside, I think punk really knocked those. Um, dinosaurs over because 
all of a sudden they were saying, hey, whatever, let's, let's listen to dub and reggae and 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 uh, and we just make whatever we want scar and let's do it and this and this and it doesn't matter if you're black white uh, christian jew muslim female male um non-binary whatever you wanted to be you could do it it was the you can do it ethics and i think and if you look at some of the great um rock and roll acts apart from i know you're gonna say i know you're gonna say to me um I know you're thinking, you're going, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what about Susie Quattro, Tony? Yes, Susie Quattro is a bit of a rarity in that respect. But but that aside, suddenly we have the X-ray specs. We have people like um, the Slits and we have Blondie and, and, you know, we have this sort of stuff and, and all this narco stuff from with Crass and, you know, it was, you know, it was sort of penis envy and all these um, amazing crazy stuff and then girls school you know which we wouldn't have got girls school without punk because because girls school was born of the punk explosion into new wave of british heavy metal which is what i spoke to about last week about it's a combination of the two really um heavy rock and metal and punk all three of them together to make new new album and of course you've got people like girls school and you know a myriad of other female rock bands you know yeah i know you had heart again um, you can always point at one-offs in there but of course you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have had joan jett right the magnificent the wonderful joan jett which we'll be talking about in later episodes um spoiler alert there uh you know the runaways i know that they were a manufactured band and they had a very terrible time and i've watched the documentary but at the same time they made amazing um amazing uh female empowering punk music you know rock and roll uh so you start with your punk don't you you go okay right it's uh we've now got this this line in the sand you know and where does it go from there and then of course a lot from then if you move forward maybe in a couple of years you move into um into the pop arena now i'm thinking sort of i'm talking about all this electro pop you know 81 sort of sort of 1990 you know around that period about 10 year period 80 to 90 maybe um now there were always females in pop music yes they were always um, but they were usually accompanied by someone else or they were in the background or they were you know they weren't the main attraction but if you if you know if you look at um, the eighties pop music, particularly the British pop music scene, it really was very female orientated, and then there's a lot of it around. There was you know, Catherine, um, uh, not Catherine Kim, that's an Australian sitcom. <laughs> Catherine Kim, no, completely wrong. I, you, I, I, you know who I mean. I'm, I'm going to have to one second. Melon Kim, that's what I meant. Gosh, bloody thing. You know, um, so, and you had, and you had like um, Alison Moyer, what a great voice she has. You know, when she was in Yazoo, um, you know, there's, there's so many amazing female singers that, you know, come through. And again, wouldn't, even though they were there, like particularly in the blues um, and the R&B, they were there, but they weren't 
weren't in the foreground. I mean, um, Sade and people of that, amazing voices. Um, you know, um, Kim Wilde and um, the sadly now, sadly passed on Kirsty McCall. Um, you know, amazing sort of faces and, and voices. And so you had this, so it was sort of being born from the we can do anything attitude. I genuinely believe that. I don't think I don't think if the punk thing hadn't happened, I still think we'd be um, we'd still be very strongly male oriented in the music in the music scene. Maybe not as much as it was, but certainly I think that you can really thank um, the punks and 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 the the explosion in America more so, and then in the UK, um, you know, and overseas. Like in, there's a great um, Dutch punk band called Kleenex uh, which were a female band but were a really good fun band you know um, so they're all over the world springing up everywhere right The Slits one of my favourites particularly um, and then we sort of go to ourselves where how does that move into um, into into the genre we're listening to how does it move into heavy rock and heavy metal well it does because from bands like Girl School um, and from bands that um, like Doro and um, you know uh, great f- female guitarists and, and vocalists, um, this is an empowerment, right? So it's, it's taken away from that, you know, the Spinal Tap image of the tight jeans with the the cucumber down the pants. I mean, yeah, they do the equivalent, don't they? They do the tight leather, um, you know, cleavage tops you know what my my uncle called the bingo dress you know eyes down look in you know um and the short skirts and they do do sell they do still like the guys they still use their bodies to sell some of their music which is you know it's not right is it but at the same time it's not wrong either because you know it is what it is you, you, you know i'm sure that a lot of those hairy um, hair bands of the 80s particularly on the sunset strip there in america like Motley Crue and you know all those sort of I'm going to say awful because I don't like hair bands as sort of bands there they were using their you know manufactured good looks and you know makeup and big hair to, to pull the pull the chicks man right so no difference to them what the women were doing but when a woman does it she's a bit you know oh that's not acceptable but a guy stands in tight jeans you know um, and you know, to cut to his waist and oiled chest and all that sort of f- big flowing hair, and it's perfectly acceptable. But a woman does the opposite and does it, and it and she's uh, you know not to be trusted. Now, um, it's a bit hypocrisy, right? But as I was saying, so we move into the heavy rock scene, and for a few years there, um, you you they were dabbling and around playing in in sort of your. Um, your classic metal sounds, right? They were just you know clean vocals, your big sound, very gifted guitarists, bass players, drummers. I mean, look at um, you just got to look at um, you know, Walk Like an Egyptian, the Bangles, great band. Although I think if I remember rightly, <laughs> and I could be wrong here because I haven't researched this, but when we were at school, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh here. I remember. We were, we, we were listening to Walk Like an Egyptian, which happens to be my sister-in-law's favourite song, I think. And we were listening to that in the school bus. We were going to um, 
this is a side joke, side track, but it's funny. We were going to do take all these cans we collected to the um, tip to get money back to raise money for the school for uh, a school minibus and a new one anyway, a special one for the special uh, needs children. And we were on the bus, and the radio and the teacher had the radio on because he was quite um, forward thinking, and he had the radio on, and it was um, it was the Bangles, and it was walked like an Egyptian. And I remember, because it was like a Thursday and Top of the Pops was on that weekend and they'd come back the next week and the Bangles had been on Top of the Pops. Now I remember it vividly because the song was on just before You Can Call Me Out which I and, and just after Sledgehammer. So it was like a really amazing um, free videos in this one particular episode. It was, it was just wonderful. Um, and... We were all chatting in the classroom. I'm sorry, Justin. I know you. I know if you. I know you listen to this show, and I know you, you may not remember this. I do. I said I really fancied the lead singer, as we all picked the people. You know, because we were teenagers, we were like 14, weren't we? Right. And you said you like the drummer, and I think it turned out to be a man. <laughs> I remember vividly. Um finding it out later I didn't know at the time it wasn't like we knew at the time went oh yeah 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 it was like I don't know whether it was after I left school or I I don't think we ever brought it up in front of him in front of you Justin I don't think we did but I'm sure yeah (laughs) he was a man the guy I don't know for that if the band had a male drummer let me just check this but it was for that performance they definitely did now I've just done some on some research there see live researching man I don't think it was a man oh, sorry Justin I I may have besmirched you but I just remember thinking to myself oh it was a man and I truly laughing my ass off thinking it was a male drummer it might have been on top of the pops there's nothing that says it isn't I just remember at the time thinking that's a man um, I hope not Debbie Patterson who was a drummer does not look like a man I'm not besmirching her at all beautiful woman I'm sure she is and she is I just remember vividly afterwards being told that the, the, the drum up was a man <laughs> so there you go there you go I've besmirched my one of my closest old school friends and then I've also brought it back what live recording there I didn't besmirch him he didn't know I mean we were only young didn't we, we all say stupid things anyway sorry Justin <laughs> sorry oh well it's been a funny old week. I can blame it on the cold medication. Shall I? Shall I blame it on the cold medication? Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, I've way coming to the end of the side. I will talk about a little bit about more about that same thing when we get to the other, we get back on the other side. But uh, um, I'm going to go and get, get a fresh drink, um, take some painkillers for my pounding head and my sore throat, and um, and hopefully don't get sued by Justin. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure not. You know, you'll understand. I'm sure we, I'm sure absolutely we did just all laugh about it. Sure we did. Anyway, talk to you on the other side, guys. Bye for now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi guys, welcome back to part two of the intro to uh, Women in Rock, the month of April celebration here at Heavy Metal Tones. I have done a little episode before, as you know, earlier in the series, in the show's history around that, um, but this is just a bit more in depth, I think. Um, and again, I've explained why, it's just because I just think it's something I find very important and needs to be more we should just be a bit more, we should just celebrate, celebrate everything, everyone and everything, gender, non-gender, whatever, just celebrate rock music in general, but one of the reasons that I do enjoy um, and seek out a lot of the times female um, fronted bands is because I, again, like the passion, I like the different swing and take on, on the music that they, that they bring to the table, I also love um, the vocal ranges that you could get, that they get, uh, and you can get uh, when you get a female singer, a particular female singer, and also um, the dexterity and I, and the um, speed of some of the guitarists, and all, and and I have to tell you, uh, female bass players, you know, amazing um, sense of rhythm that they that they bring to the, the to the table. And, and you know there are drummers out there that can hit the skins harder and more aggressive and more um, and with more um, swing and and a syncopation than a lot of guys. You know um, I'm only able to point to one of my favourite bands who's about to release a new album and that's Crypta. Um, Crypta are a black metal band from and I've done an episode of them before as well from Brazil. Uh, the fully uh, full female uh, extreme metal band and they made one of the probably one of the greatest black metal albums of the last 15 years um, in Echoes of the Soul. Um, I'd be surprised if 
I'm so looking forward to the next one. I'm worried about the next album. It, can it can it live up to the new album? Let's not, let's find out. I mean, I'm so excited by it. They have changed the guitarist, um, but you know, with all bands, people come and go. Doesn't mean it's going to get any worse. It can only get better, really, can't it? Um, again, so my fascination with it, I, and and I I think it stems it stems from. Um, I think when I think back about it, it stems from coming from a family of all boys, no no sisters, um, and from an era when you know it was really rare to see uh, like a female um, lead singer in a heavy rock band. Extremely rare. I'm mean, like I could, but in my childhood, I probably can't even name any really. I mean, Hearts probably as close as it's going to get to it, and even then, I wouldn't call them an ex- I wouldn't call them a heavy rock band. They might point fingers at me and shout at me and I might be getting some hate mail for it but I don't see them I saw them more as a, as a sort of AOR um, American sort of you know road band like you know for long road journeys your car bands like for your car stereos your 8 tracks and all that sort of stuff um, for the huge kilometres that they drive over there um, I, I have really um, in the past maybe I'd say in the past three or four years really come to uh, appreciate um, really have really come to appreciate the differences between um, and, and and not the difference is the wrong word the, the the beauty of what they what what everyone brings to the table you know it's not just your long hair your tight denims your head down look how many notes I can play machismo that has its place it does right it really does um the swagger and the and the um i know the pomposity of it 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 does i think the only area where you probably find women are under underrepresented in rock music is probably prog now i could be wrong out there there might be some real prog heads out there who more than me so you say no no but there's this this and this i couldn't really name you any in fact um of the and i don't mean the modern era stuff because there's plenty of that in the modern prog metal scene there's lots of that i don't mean that i'm talking about your 77s your 70 your 73s to 77 that kind of era that yes genesis pink floyd elp vandergraaf generator you know gentle giant rush those kind of people that's it's all very much a male oriented scene in fact probably the most male oriented music of the of the rock genres really um, because even in the heavy rock, I'm sure there's some, you know, uh, some fantastic female musicians popping their head over the parapet and saying, "What about me? It isn't fair." Um, so you know, that's just my my little in joke there, being in, in Australia. Um, but so, where are we going to go in this month? So we're going to start off with um, hopefully I recorded. We're going to record interview with, uh, as I said, a musician that I have a lot of respect for. Um, I talk to quite regularly. Uh, I've seen many times, but every single time um, has blown me away, never been disappointed. Uh, her backing band or her band is, I think, second to none in, in the live gigging arena in Australia. Again, I don't want to give it away because I don't want to, uh, I want a little bit of mystique. Um, and then we're going to do an episode on um, 
the women behind the scenes. So that's going to be more difficult for me to research. But I'm going to. I know where I'm going. To, I know already know in my mind where we're going to go. So I'm going to do women behind. So away from the stage, producing artwork, um, tour managers. You know that sort of thing. And we might do it in such a way that each part. Of the show, in fact, we will do it. In each, each part of the show will have a section for each bit like we do producers road managers artists and so on and then we're going to um, move on from that we'll do my top five and that's really tough because it's very difficult at any given time really to do a, a top five I've done it before I try and stay away from it I did it you know back in the early days of the show with Maiden and stuff but it's very difficult because on a Monday you might ask me and I might be this might be top, my top five and then you might ask me again on the Wednesday and it's changed it could change by lunchtime it can change going to the letterbox and back um, it's really not a difficult it's quite difficult I, even though I enjoy doing lists and top tens I do enjoy them I have to say I do because um, I tend to spur them out really quickly I've got friends of mine like John and Millsy and, 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 and people like they take their time and they really mull over it. I'll just blurt them out because that's the kind of guy I am, Tiger. And um, and I will, you know, then sort of think, oh, well, I completely missed that. Or I should have thought about that. And I might revise it, you know. So we'll do that as well. In between that, of course, I've got my 100th show, which is next week. Um, so next week there will be a two shows recorded. There will be part two of my my uh, Women in in Rock month of April, um, and then my celebration. And then there'll be my, the hundredth show, which might only just be um, like a twenty minute, um, you know, half hour. It could be only be fifty. I don't know yet. I haven't really thought about it because. I misjudged where my 100th show was and I'd already planned to do this whole April um, wedge um, and now I'm sort of like I'm like oh, I need to get I need to do something to celebrate the 100th show in and I would like you to come along and celebrate with me which would be really good um, I have got a couple of interviews booked for May um, some really exciting ones some uh, interesting oh again don't want to give it away but some really interesting stuff coming up for May but also very excited about April um, to, finish, to do the uh, the females in in April month, month of April, uh, hopefully I feel better next week. Uh, it's been a bit rough. I mean, change of seasons. I did do the old rat and stick the thing up the nose. No COVID, luckily enough, which is nice to hear. Or nice to know, I should say. Um, I'd love to hear from you um, to reach out to me on the show because uh, on my Facebook page, um, private message on the messenger on the messenger or on the page itself um, just you know who you, who you who your female um, icons in rock and roll and it could be in any genre guys I mean don't be embarrassed to sit there and say I look I bloody love Sade and I really enjoy you know, Blondie and I love some of that 80s pop right so don't be embarrassed by saying you know it's because you might like that but you think oh it's a metal show I don't really want to say that no do it I'd love to know um, you know, you know, um, one of one of my one of my heroes actually, really, um, is Tina Weymouth, a bass player from Talking Heads. Um, as of doing a few cover versions of their songs recently, 
Um, you know, forget how good Tina actually bloody well is. Um, amazing bass player. For someone that didn't know how to play the instrument when she picked it up, she has this incredible um, way of using the whole neck of the guitar, um, you know, in, in, in some really interesting and um, odd rhythmic time signatures. And I think that's because she doesn't have or didn't have the... Um, training so that she's not restricted by oh you can't put that note with there and you can't put that note with there and you know what I mean um, so I think that everyone's got their own their, everyone would have someone that they that they admire um, greatly uh, so I would love to know who you know band uh, just reach out tell me you know the band instrument why um, you know, even and if I don't know them, please give me some recommendations. You know, like songs or um, albums, or even if it's just like or artwork or production or whatever. I'd love to 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 to, to listen to your recommendations. Um, also, while I got you guys, um, it's, I'm almost two years into the show yet, and I've, I don't get a lot of reviews. I'd love some reviews, please. It's not hard to do. Um, on Spotify, you go in the top corner with the dots and hit this, and it rate this show. Love to get some ratings. It gives me more uh, audience share. Um, same with iTunes. Um, I've got one there. It was a lovely review. But we could have and get some more. That'd be great. Um, you know, I don't mind if it's negative. You all have your say. It, it, negativity again is is an energy. Um, don't be rude or vile, of course. But um, you know, be positive if you, if you can. I'd uh, love to get some feedback. Um, you know, it's sort of... I love what I do. I really, really enjoy I look forward to my Monday mid-mornings to record. Sometimes, you know, life gets in the way and, and um, I'm not as researched as I could be. But that's me, you know. That's, I think, what brings you back to the show, right? You know, I'm not going to... If I knock the mic like that, I'm not going to um, spend half an hour trying to take every nuance out of it and clean it up because... I don't have producers for the show. It's all done by me. Um, you know, the I don't make any money out of it, uh, and I don't. I don't really want to do. I, I'd love to go and do a, a Patreon page and episodes, but my worry is that I don't know what I'd give you for the money you spend. Again, reach out if you want a Patreon episode. Let me know, and I can set it up. I just, I'm just not sure what you want to hear. You know. Um, if it's more um, just funny stuff, let me know. If it's if it's if it's uh, you know much more detailed, uh, in-depth stuff, that I really can't get in, into the time frame I have in. in and I run a longer show an hour is quite a good decent amount of time for a show. Um, if if I can't get it in that time frame, you know maybe I could do that. I don't know. I'm spitting in the wind here, guys. You know you you let me know what you think. Anyway. I'm coming to the end of the show. It's a shorter one this week because I just wanted to intro um, about what we're going to be going through in the next month. I really hope um, that you do come on the journey. I really hope that you do reach out. Um, I've got, like I said, next week's interview, if it is going to be next week, it could get, I mean, you never know. It's, we live in um, times where people get busy. Uh, the interview might get postponed. It might be the week after, but it will be in April. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. Speaking of interviews, uh, I just did a fantastic interview with Udo Dickensnyder, Dickensnyder from um, 
well, he was Except. He wasn't Except. Now he's got his own band, Udo. Um, he's an l- absolute fucking legend. Um, first time he's touring Australia for the first time in fifty years. Bands never came out before. He's bringing out one member of Except on bass. He's playing only three gigs. He's playing Easter, um, Sydney, Melbourne, and Adelaide, I believe. Uh, he is such a dude, such a nice guy. I recorded it for, interviewed him for Metal Ruse. Hopefully I'll be able to put it up on the show as an audio rip. Um, we have to see what the um, copyrights and all that sort of stuff goes first. I might give it a month or two and let it just sort of, you know, once he's done the shows, I'll put it up. Um, anyway, that's me coming into the show. Yes, I know it's a bit shorter this week, guys. Uh, it's because I'm really quite feeling quite rough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't feel great. And I don't, wanna, I don't want to... Um, Babylon any more than I really have to um, I don't want you to get bored is, is the key, but yes, Women in Rock pop, that's what this month is about alright so, reach out, let me know there might be some prizes, surprises for you in the next couple of weeks with uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about there might be some stuff you really go oh, I already know that tone, we're talking about man um, otherwise just come on the journey um I just love these kind of I love the the podcast format that um, in such a way that we can do what we want we can say what we want sometimes it's useless information sometimes it's just me babbling sometimes it's me just being you know me being me but what I love about it is that we can just do this we can celebrate things like who cares I don't have to worry about putting it past executives and radio executives and admin and PR, I just go, right, this month is Women in Rock Month, next month could be Prog Month, this is going to be this, this is going to be that, um, yeah, and again, reach, uh, watch out for my 100th episode next week, it's going to go out on a day that will surprise you, it won't go on a day you know, I'm not going to, I'm just going to pump it out, and uh, we'll see if you like it or not, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a bit of fun, a um, bit of cake, bit of wine, have a beer, have a shot, whatever you want to do, come celebrate my 100th episode with me next week, as I said, it won't be the main episode, it will be a subsidiary one, uh, anyway, that's me finished for the day, I'm going to go lie down now in darken room, um, but, uh, oh yes, I've got a brand new record deck for my 50th birthday, uh, which is something else you might talk about uh, in a couple of coming few weeks, but it's a wonderful, it's a Rega Riga Planner 3 has the most amazing separation. I mean, you don't realise how good the audio can be on a, on a quality record, on a good deck for a good speaker. And I've got a fantastic set of speakers and a really good amp. And the separation is just beautiful. I only have to put on like three. Um, my old deck, I had to put on like nine to get anything out of it. And it was always tinny. This is absolutely beautiful. Um... I played Jeff, some Jeffro Toll for it yesterday, some Marillion, some Iron Maiden, um, some Slayer, every dynamic range you could think of. I might even now put put, put some um, Joy Division or something like that, or, or, or um, what's I going to think in um, New Order, get some bass going for it, or even probably actually Pill, so we got the best bass to put through that with Jar Wobble. Anyway, I've rammed it, see, I'm, I'm rambling because I'm not feeling well. Chat to you next week. See you on the flip side. Bye for now. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.